popolitikin.com. What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Raz Cass, and I'm politicking with my homeboy, Poe, at Poe Politicking, at Self Help Plus Hip Hop. So, what's up, Poe? What up, Dago? What's up, Oceanside? California in the building. We preserving the hip hop culture and introducing the future stars, and obviously, that's Liddy. So make sure you subscribe to the Homie Poles podcast. Pull up and tap in. Peace. Once again, we tango for cash. Raz Cash, Dr. Dre, and Mac Team connected. We get a fabulous baby. The best food, drink, and pussy that money can buy. Every day of my life is off the ringer That's guaranteed, like a fist fight on Jerry Springer I got the hottest flow to hit the streets since lava So holla, we all hustle for dollar dollars From Sac to Houston, New Orleans to D.C. We drinking VSOP, the beats beat Banging, catch me with a dime piece next to me My body all over your body like LSG Neighborhood celeb with the keys to my city like the mayor Rookies asking us how to be your player Get in where you fit in and never get your ghetto pass revoked No matter how much money you make, stay true to the game low Guess list never closed in jeans and tennis shoes Breaking your strict dress code Bit lyrical bricks, 13 D So I could be richer than Master P Selling ghetto D We ghetto You ain't heard of me, you ain't listening hard enough Started in Compton, serving from an ice cream truck Now ten years later, whipping a custom navigator Stepping on your toes, player scuffing up your alligators I'm ghetto, like Newport cigarettes, feel me? Boom, bap, and slap that ass silly This is for the full-time student slash part-time strippers And young niggas, clocking at least five figures Some of us pro athletes, some of us rap over fat beats some of us hustle in the streets, 20 deep at Club Nikki, so you know we got to mingle. Tricking off a pocket full of singles, huh. And it's all bueno, musical mafia, like Frank Sinatra. Proper 13 shot Glock to make you go see the doctor. Ain't nothing nice from hood to hood. Love living a lavish life. Yeah, yeah. Fabulous. Fabulous. Money make the world go round, so let's handle this ghetto. Broadcasting live from Los Angeles, we ghetto. In the GS, three ooh ooh, playing number two Tekken, zero to sixty in six point seven seconds, hanging out the window, acting up, chicken ears like you doing four months, lost in the Rolex oyster perpetual, thirty five diamonds across the face, still eating out phone cups and paper plates. We don't call it player hating in the nine eight, it's PI. That's pass interference, automatic first down Want juice like Tupac, then obey your thirst clown Begin the PJs and NY, rockin' DK Mix EJ with OJ, okay? We say LA niggas got crazy game Like John Elway got a Super Bowl ring The homies down for whatever We jack the cheddar, Swiss bank accounts And mo mozzarella, fella Money make the world go Welcome back to PolPolitikin.com, your home for self-help me hip-hop. Make sure you go on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play.
type in poll politics and listen to my interviews since 2008. One, two, one, two, I'm in the place to be with the one and only Razzcast. How you doing, bro? Oh, man. Happy to be here. Yeah, man. Appreciate having you on, man. I'm a big fan of your uh, your work. Like, uh, the thing I like about you the most, man, is like, I can just tell you're very intelligent. It's like, you got to really be Thank you. on your shit to listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so I was gonna say, so just what's um, how's your day looking right now? Describe like a day in the life for you right now. Uh, I mean, a uh, day in the life right now. Uh, studio. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm usually usually recording like three three times a week. So there's normally uh, a studio. Uh, you know, some. Some studio days, and then um, the rest of it is just you know the ups, you know just the you know work errands, work related things, other things I'm trying to do, things that are outside of necessarily uh, 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 recording a song or you know or writing it, um, maintenance, uh, you know, talking with you know potential management and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and then. Uh, you know, just just trying to grow, grow the brand, get the awareness out. Um, trying to follow up with stuff, whatever that is. But that's pretty much, you know, that that's the main. Uh, you know, it's, it's a lot more besides just writing and recording. That part is, you know, that part is uh, definitely fun, and it's kind of you know the the the, uh, the catalyst of what I enjoyed and and what people see. I mean, but you know, even you know. Even doing the social media or you know the, the 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 interviews, you know, which is a great thing. You want these opportunities for people to get to see you. They're just different parts of the same machine. Do you have any like daily like habits and stuff you got to do when you, you know you wake up, you do such such every day? I'm trying to change that habit. But right now, I roll a bugler cigarette and smoke it. Um, but. Would you, um, would you smoke cools or Newports? Would you smoke? No, it? no, no, Bugler. <laughs> uh, it's Bugler is a brand. It's a, uh, it's a uh, you roll your own tobacco. So okay. it's uh, okay. yeah. So I, like roll my own cigarette like a cowboy, and then you know whatever. Um, uh, let's see what else. What I say, I, I always do. Shit, that's about it. That's the one that I'm trying to change. So I'm trying to you know trying to improve, but. Um, yeah, I man. I just wanted to go back to the beginning because I was reading a lot about your. You know, I know you did a lot of things in hip hop, but like, what made you want to be an MC and get in the game in the first place? Oh man, um, I'm definitely a, a fan first. So uh, I, I, I was. I think I was comfortable being a fan of music. Uh, well, no, I was a fan of hip hop. Um, I think I enjoyed that. Um. And uh, I think I would have been content with that. Um, me and my friend, uh, he produced a, the, the, uh, a lot of the songs on the first album. Um, we started just kind of like making little diss tapes to diss each other when we were in uh, like eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade. And... Uh, if it wasn't for, you know, people like Battle Cat and, uh, you know, uh, Battle Cat's a, you know, a lot of Snoop Dogg uh, albums, uh, producer, um, legendary DJ. Um, so if it wasn't for him, um, uh, producer named Wino, there was an R&B group named Domino Theory, and all of them, those were people that just saw something in me that I didn't really see and they would allow me, you know, to go to the studio and express my ideas and uh, they, they cultivated that. So I always credit them. And then I would say, how would you want to describe yourself to like, I, it's a lot of like younger people listening to the show too. So how would you want to describe yourself to the newer generation as far as like your legacy in hip hop? I'm, I'm, uh, it depends on who your favorite rapper is. Well, this is how I like to describe myself. I always say, do you like... You can insert whoever. So, do you like... You know, do you like J. Cole? 
Kendrick Lamar, uh, Eminem, Jay-Z, uh, you know, Nas, blah, blah, blah. I'll just go through kind of the, the list of, uh, of, of dope rappers. And then I say, I'm just as good or probably better. And they know that too. That's how I describe uh, myself to younger people. Like, oh, you like so-and-so? Well, I'm just as good or better than him. And he knows that. You're, I'm still nine times out of ten, unless your favorite rapper is like Little Pump or whoever. Because they don't know me, never heard of me, and, you know, and that's fine, you know. But, but they don't rap that good anyway. So, what, you know, when I'm like, who's, if your favorites happen to be lyrical, even if it's still popular, young, and kind of trappy, then, then yeah, I'm going to get in there just as good or I'll burn down your favorite rapper. Yeah, that was actually one of the fan questions. They were saying, like, who would you say is today's Raskaz? And then, um, like, do you, like, what rappers do you be like, okay, I, I, you know, you kind of, you can tell they kind of been listening to you, grew up on you. Do you hear that now? Um, uh, I think um, I, I, to specifically answer that question, I don't think there is a me per se, but there, you know, uh, you know, anybody that's doing something a little, uh, I don't know who I would say was. Like in in this generation, yeah. um, I don't think what I do. Uh, all right, let me. I'm gonna say something, and 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 well, fuck it, I mean it anyway. And it's not it's not meant in disrespect, and it's not coming from a negative, bad energy place. You got to keep in mind that I'm younger than, but I helped create Eminem. Um, you know that the sense of support. His favorite rappers were me and Redman, period. Mm -hmm. He came out before him. So I exist through Eminem. I exist through Royce the Five Nine. I exist through the game. I exist through Kendrick Lamar. You got to understand my influence. <coughs> uh, now, what has happened is a transition from one to multidimensional flows to one. Right now, we're in a chop season. Everybody's like, oh, if you rap really fast. So guess who's going to get credit for that? Uh, uh, Tech Nine, Eminem, depending on what, what people's points of reference are, twisted. So that's what I try to explain to people. Like, oh, oh Eminem does a chop, chop. I'm like, bro, it's a lot of people that chop. That's a style. It's one style. It's, a, it's not lots of styles. We used to master lots of styles. So uh, my influence is from there. That, that particular delivery is not created by me, nor is it created by Twister. Or whatever, but some people have mastered it. Buster Rhymes did that flow. So I've named four people that are masters of chopping. Whether that's Twister, whether that's Eminem, whether that's Tech Nine, or whether whether that's Buster Rhymes. Um, but that's what they're into. They're just the younger dudes, the younger cats aren't that good. Like lyrically, they don't be barring up with it. Um, but that's the production style everybody kind of likes right now. Um, or I mean, our delivery style. Um, to, to prove you can rap good. It's just like rap fast, but if you're not rapping about shit, how good are you? Um, I would say, uh, hopefully that answered it. Who who did I, who do I hear is me? Yeah. That's that's that. And who, you know, who, 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 uh, who do I think is good? Uh, uh, I mean, it's a lot of talented people. I just think everybody's a one-trick pony, everybody, you know, because whoever's popular, that's the style they do. So everybody, this is not really a place right now where being individual, being unique is, is how to win. Right now, it's how to duplicate. And that's unfortunate. Um, so, so all the, uh, um, all the white kids, uh, that are kind of, you know, lyrical over the trap beats and, and even some of the black kids, they're going to just emulate Eminem. They just rap that particular style. Mm -hmm. So uh, I forgot his name, the kid that's, he's always saying like, well, I'm black, but you know, you always just say I'm white. The little mixed kid. I forgot his name. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, Logic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I'm biracial. <laughs> right. Yeah, him. So it's, the, it's that one trick pony and it's doing the, you know, whatever. And, and I, you can hear the talent, but I haven't heard the individualism. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. 
I said, you actually, yeah, so that, was, that was actually a question, too. I'm pretty sure people ask you this all the time, but, like, I guess compare your era coming in the game against, like, today's era, then they were saying, like, do you think uh, the older generation um, respects the newer generation and vice versa? Of course. I, 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 um, I totally think, well, I, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of skill and talent. Some people are a bit more, you know, and I definitely understand that money is respect and money is power. So success and those things lead you to money. Um, but sometimes some things aren't good, but they become successful. So it's like kind of having to draw that line between what's actually good and what's just popular. And, um, you know, to, to specifically answer that question, uh, it's it's talented people. Um, are they reaching their full potential of dope? I don't think so. Sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, that's got you know. Um, but you know, the, you know, the ASAP Rockies and and the blah blah. You know, it's, I don't even want to not mention people. It's it's people coming out all the time uh, that can rhyme. Um, but, but there's a different style. You know, even they might call it like like. They got trap rap. They got scam rap. And, like, so those 19-year-old kids from, they always say it's, like, Detroit or whatever. They blame me. They kind of say, like, oh, it's Detroit style. Um, but it ain't really that. And so from New York to L.A., you got kids that, like, they whole style is to sound like this, they first rap ever. But you understand what I'm saying? Because they rap off beat. Like, yeah. And then... But, well, I, I just want to get that out. Like, you can hear the ones that, and they start improving. So I just heard, like, a couple of dudes. My homie was just playing, like, two days ago. Um, You know, he, and you know, whatever. He's, he's 26, I think. So that's his ear. That's his era. But he played something, and they, it was, they were from, like, it was a, like a dude from Oakland. Um, And it was, you could hear that influence in it, but I heard, what he was talking about. So I'm just listening. I wasn't, you know, observed judgment. And then I was like, nah, he can rap. But like, he kind of dope. Like, what he's saying is dope. I don't necessarily like that delivery. And then he was like, you know, as he played more songs from this dude, I could hear him improving. A lot of, you know, a, a lot of these cats, is, you know, it's like, I understand that that became a style, but just because being whack is a style don't mean, because that got popular, <laughs> like, oh, I just started rapping, like, you don't sound good. You off beat. And that ain't really a style. That's just, you don't, people's ears aren't sophisticated enough to realize, like, that's bullshit. Have you ever looked at some of the clothes you wore when you were younger and just thought, like, wow, what an idiot. All of us did that, and that shit was ugly. I had to realize that, like, that was an ugly, I look fucking dumb. Right now, music is at a point where niggas gonna look back and say, that shit was dumb. What was I listening to? That shit trash. This nigga can't rhyme. What the fuck were we listening to? Our shit, you know, I am from an era where I we listen back and the shit like, damn, that shit was better than I thought. What the fuck? Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> you, gotta you know, like, and that's, yeah. that's the difference yeah. between, you know, uh, that's the difference between, uh, you know, uh, now being mediocre is cool and our, and, and our era being, being, being the best you could be was cool. And this era being a drug addict is, is cool. And our era being the drug dealer was cool. There's a lot of differences between the eras. Um, and I think, I mean, think how many niggas, and, and I'm not saying this to gloat or that it's fun. How many niggas OD in this era from drug, like this is 60s fucking white people shit. How many niggas is just drug addicts OD in this era? And then how many niggas OD'd in our era? Mm -hmm. And then uh -huh. somebody was asking me too about like far as like the the veterans in the rap game. They were saying, is it easier for y'all to navigate and make streams of revenue? Because I know like back in the day, it was like if you was older, you didn't supposed to be rapping. And even I remember the game. Yeah, you thirty eight, you still rapping. I think he's thirty eight now. So it's like I think the fans are getting older too. So it's like you know, I ain't nobody tripping off no age if you tight. Yeah, you know that I think that was the ageism, even the fact of uh, the gap. Of, of you know, there was always errors. I you know you know by the time I listened to rap, 
um, you know, rap rap was created in the seventies or some shit. Um, and, and 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 you know, I'm not from New York, so I, I didn't really hear rap. I mean, it existed, but I didn't really pay that much attention. It existed my entire life, but you know, my awareness kicks in, you know, basically late eighties. You know what I mean, and then going into the nineties, and so. I always, you know, I always say that uh, it was always waves and eras. LL Cool J was the rebel from from, in Run DMC. They was like the rebels from what Africa Bambada them because the Bambada dudes were still from the 70s with the disco shit, wearing the crazy (laughs) outfits. You understand? So now Run MC is like, we the street niggas. Nigga, we just wear these jeans with the Adidas. So it's always been different waves and eras. Um, it's always going to be that. You know, I, you know I, I, I don't have any problem with individualism um, and, and eras, waves and group, you know, in your, in your group, in your group, in your age group, that's going to be like what you, we, like, you know, we identify. But let's just say this, though. Rap is the only one where it's it did all these like we're kind of where we just you know but but you think about this tribe called Quest and Tupac and them and and Nas and whatever they wasn't like dissing Karis One and 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 and, and Big Daddy Kane and Kooji rap niggas was just like oh that was dope that, you know what I'm saying like. Niggas always paid homage to everybody. But he did say, uh, Pac did say looking like Larry Holmes flat being sick. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but that was Larry Holmes, and he was talking about Larry Holmes at that time. He was uh, like, yeah, you look like Larry Holmes right now. That nigga looked flabby and sick. Mm-hmm. He didn't, he wasn't, niggas had some respect for the past. And a rock nigga and a jazz nigga and an R&B nigga, they ain't, ain't nobody talking that, that shit. Oh, you, you know, Beethoven is whack because I'm the new nigga that played the, <laughs> the, the, the violin. Niggas like nigga, that shit classic. So we the only ones that really, and that's a new thing. It wasn't like that to the same extent. We was beefing off coasts. Wasn't nobody beefing off the older generation of the shit. The shit was too new to be old. They was asking, that, somebody was I, asking, what what you play in your ride? What you be listening to? Um, honestly. I'm more of a movie buff than I am a music person. I'm just kind of, I just kind of vibe out to random things that I hear. Um, and I've always kind of been like that. And I kind of, I'm a, like, I get one track. I got, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get, I get, I'll, I'll try to listen to an album and hear the first song and re- if I really like it. And I probably take me a week to get to the rest of the songs on the album because I'll just be like, nah, this shit fire. I just really like this record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, and I don't. It's not like I have addictive personality, <laughs> but I, I'm. You know, I, I'm. If I like something, then I'm like I'm content. Like you know what? I'll get to the rest of it later. So I'm sometimes I'm late on shit. I'll be like, you know what? I I was still stuck on this other record. Y'all telling me how the album is, and I got the album. I just ain't got there yet. Like, and don't ruin it for me because I, you know, I'll get there eventually. So. There's nothing in particular. There's not even a genre in particular, man. I, you know, I just like the music. Um, I I don't really listen to the radio, and I'm not really gonna be in a club unless you know there's an event that I want to support, or obviously that you know, I, you know, I'm I'm working. You know, I do approach this as a because I mean, I'm older anyway. Like, you know, I've, I've been clubbing since I was like 12 and shit. Mm-hmm. Honestly, about 13. I was like 13 going to 21-year-old clubs and shit. Mm-hmm. Fake ID. So um, it's, I don't really have a, a need to go out. So I don't. I hear music in the process of life because I'm not actively looking for it. And then when I hear something I like, I fuck with it no matter what it is. Um, yeah, so, so there's not, to answer that question, man, it's like, Whatever I hear in life that 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 feels dope, you know. Like I said, I just been sitting with my homies, and they kind of like gang members and shit. Honestly, they are gang members. So I, I hear different shit. I'm hearing these trap records and this gang bang and shit, and 
scam rap. Like I didn't know it was from, so they put me on. I'm like, oh, yeah. what yeah. what is right. the scam shit? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but then I heard a couple of niggas. I'm like, I like him. He dope. I'm like, I don't like this one. That nigga trash, bro. I don't care. And then I'm like, you know, so so my awareness comes from real life and not necessarily, I guess, um, whoever can market the best or whoever, you know, because this shit is rigged anyway. Whoever, yeah. really, whoever you really going to see popping on TikTok, they put money behind it. Some corporation. Whoever really popping on the radio, on, on the on the Grammys, you know, on the Oscars, you know. It's like, yeah, that shit's political. That shit is rigged. So, I'm not really getting to see who the best. I just get to see who, honestly, some rich white people told me that they want to hear. And and, and what's fucked up is that niggas, we used to tell people what was cool, and now we let the same people tell us what's cool, and that's fucked up. I remember you you saying you fell in love with hip-hop specifically, so what is hip-hop to you, like your personal definition of hip-hop? Um... You know, hip hop is is. Um, I guess you could read a uh, Temple of, uh, of, of. I think that's Karis or the book Temple Hip Hop. He breaks it down. I know there's nine elements now. I forgot all the elements, but I mean, it, you know, for me, the simplest definition is it, it is the culture that was made by, you know, inner city people that took you know nothing and made something from it um when when grand wizard theodore invented the scratch um uh uh you know in the bronx uh 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 cool herc and them when when they figured out when he made the loop and then somebody grabbed the mic he got to talking that shit mm-hmm. because we didn't have instruments and they turned that record into an instrument and, and and little did they know they would give you know they would change my life they would change the, the world um and it's that culture that developed from just those you know those those people that didn't have a you know didn't have a guitar didn't have a you know drum set didn't have that at their schools you know again they gave us nothing and you know watching those those people like i said i'm going to repeat it grand wizard theodore inventing the scratch um, DJ Cool Herc, back to back, making a loop, a break beat, taking a break and loop and making that shit loop, going back to back, and then somebody, whoever grabbed that mic and said some shit, and that shit turned it. You know, that's all they had was a fucking turn, a, a turntable, and, and you know, a record player. Was no turntable. Niggas had a record player, bro, and made made a fucking change the world. So we took some from nothing and, and bought. Plant those records weren't records they created. They were records that already existed. Marvin Gaye and James Brown and whatever and everything and and uh, and they gave us a foundation, a culture. Um, you know, from b-boying, the graffiti, the rhyming, the DJ, and the producer, and the being executive, to fashion, all these things that. And it's I think it's it's not an economic thing. It's not a racial thing, but it is a it's a, it's a true culture that uh. So some Mandalorian shit. It's really a lifestyle. It's a lot of it's a lot of fake fake niggas in hip hop. Little fake hip hop niggas. It is about getting your money, but it's not about exploiting the culture. This is really a culture, and I, I think a lot of people lose track of that. And, and, and that's why the music, you know, and, and, and the the business side of it gets fucked, and then the music and stuff that comes out of it is fucked because it's it, it's the wrong people. Uh, exploiting the culture and not really trying to put nothing back into it. And yeah, I guess because like I was just raised in the culture, so I don't really know how to answer this myself. But how can someone be a part of the culture? No, I say one thing: you have to give. But like, how can someone be a part of hip hop culture? If they I give? just, I, I just think you know uh, that's a very individual thing. I mean, I honestly, uh, I think about this shit like those dudes. Probably, I mean, I'm just guessing. So I just try to do the math on like hip hop. Like was created, they say in like 1973, uh, with the Cool Herc, uh, you know, in the Bronx, uh, on you know, Sedgwick Avenue, uh, in, in the Bronx, and uh, 83, 93, 2003, 2013, 2020. So rap is 50 years old, right? Um, them niggas was like 20, 18. Let's just say most niggas was like, some niggas, the oldest nigga might have been, let's just say nigga was 21. Uh-huh. So that means rap 
rap niggas, rap is 50 years old, but niggas that invented and did the rap shit is now like 70. So Dr. Dre just celebrated being 55. or, or, or You know what I'm saying? Ice-T celebrated being 55. I think Dre just celebrated being 50 years old. So it was like born when the shit started. And these is, you know, basically West Coast niggas. Now you got niggas that was there, you know, the KRS-1s and all that shit, you know, and, and, and like I said, cool hurts. So you now you're talking about niggas that might be 60. Mm-hmm. Now I think about the people that wasn't a rapper or the DJ, and they went to the same parties, participated, and one person went to college, and another person did this. So now we got basketball niggas. We got judges. We got police officers. We got air, air airline flyers. The shit went worldwide. So our culture is not necessarily that you got to fucking be a rap dude. Rap has, is universal when it's people that care about the culture from Germany to Australia to Compton to Brooklyn to Atlanta to blah, 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 all around the whole world of different race, creed, color, economic backgrounds that genuinely care about the music. Um, we got bankers and shit. So it just, it, it's just, it's a culture. And it, it, I think it, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't think, I think, and I think everybody plays their part. But who am I? I'm not the one to dictate what that part is. But I think individually, niggas know when they on some bullshit. Yeah, it's behind. That's what integrity is. Is when you do what you do when you know nobody's looking. And so I think that's another part of hip hop. You know, if you really contribute into this culture, and you know when you're being a, a fuck boy. I think you do. I think that's the question. That that question has to be answered by every individual. They look in the mirror when they go to sleep at night, or if they think they're gonna die. Yeah, I said I actually interviewed the guy that uh, wrote Culture Vulture with Dame Dash. Uh huh. So you actually think that's a real thing in hip hop? You think that's a lot? It's a lot of, of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> I think artists, new artists, avoid that because you know a lot of them just be chasing the fame. Well, I mean, once again, you know, if you just came to get famous, that's pretty, you know, kind of taken. That ain't really giving shit. Cause why do you deserve to be famous if you're not good at what you do? I want to be, I want to be the best boxer, and I want to be on the Lakers. But I can't play basketball, my G. So when I get out there, I could talk all I want, and I can make a million podcasts. But as soon as they give me the basketball, you're gonna see that I'm five six, and them niggas are gonna make me look like an idiot. Rap is the only, honestly, it's specifically rap, and I'll say pop too. This is the only thing a comedian, if I could, I want to be Kevin Hart, I want his checks. But when I get out there, I'm not funny. This is the only job, specifically hip hop, where you can claim, you can get super paid and not be good at it now. Mm. You can't do that bowling. You can't do that in football. Can't do that fucking (laughs) indie race car driving. You can't do that, nigga. Rock, nigga, nigga. When the guitar solo, I try to play. And when when I get to not playing good, I'm fired. Mm-hmm. This is the only shit we're whack, niggas, because we've allowed corporations and other people with bad wrong agendas to tell us. So uh, that shit ain't no style. All that, all you know, the scam, like not really the scam rap, but all that rapping off beat shit. That just means you ain't good at it. Cause that's not really a style. That's how everybody sounds when you first try to rap. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't know your timing ain't good, your wordplay ain't good. You, you you know you just not good. And so now they train people to accept the wackest version. Mm-hmm. Then somebody was asking me about what do you think your uh, best song was? Because my boy said his his favorite song for you is "Enemies with Benefits." Oh, tell him I appreciate it. That, that's a that's a a random record to pick off. Of. Yeah, shout out to Apollo <laughs> Brown. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, I, I don't have a favorite, man. I, what I try to do is give a hundred and ten percent to every uh, to every song for what it's worth. Some songs are for fun, like they're supposed to be a happy vibe. Some songs are street shit. Some things are history, philosophy. Some things are styles, like oh, I want to, I'm a on this record, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna show all the diversity of every different pattern. I'm gonna style up on niggas. Some shits is line for line battle raps. They're just different kinds of records. So I don't have any particular favorites. I, I always say, you know, obviously 
one of the most important records I've, I think I've written for hip hop would be Interview with the Vampire and Nature of the Threat. I just think um, they're records that put me in the Hall of Fame as as a as a lyricist because um, nobody has been able to ever before and ever since be able to do what I what I was able to do with Nature of the Threat and, and with Interview with the Vampire. I think I've also written other records that are that important. I just think, I think on my last record, we did a record called Shark Week. I'm the only person ever to rhyme regular time measure and waltz music time, which is three, four. So I changed time signatures within music. Um, so, you know, for me, I'm still trying to show groundbreaking, creative, uh, lyrical skill because that's what I came in appreciating. Whereas, uh, you know, I guess the easy thing to do would act like and rap like everybody else and, and get on my auto tune, you know, and, and get on my trap shit and, and, and sound like it. And then that would probably make me more acceptable to what's out right this second. But, you know, I, I, and I, I think, you know, I think what I'm supposed to give, what my contribution is supposed to be for the culture is to give them these bars. That's my strength, you know. And and you know, even when people complain about that, then you watch, uh, you know, like oh, bars are dead. A real hip hop is over with. It's just this. I think people, young people, really starting. To, thanks to the battle leagues, the URLs, and the smacks. Thanks to you know, thanks to thanks to the Jay Zs, you know, and the Nas's that the people that that sold the millions of records that still got skills. So the Royce Five Nines, the Eminems. The, the the Kendrick Lamar's the J Cole's because um, because the, they actually show those and can move the record so it, it's a reminder that yeah you can still have I, I what the thing is right now the bar is set so low because being whack is cool that when even an average good rapper gets successful people go crazy like he's super the best thing ever made yeah I was Just, gonna say uh, it's actually a website I saw it's like it measures the rapper's unique words per certain number of bars, and that's how it's saying that's how who the best rapper is. You saw that shit before? I've seen the thing. I don't think that's how you can. Uh, the, Me either. I think that's like over the south because the south we ain't, they ain't on that like that. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think that's how you measure the the. Uh, I don't think that's the metric for for the the best rapper. I think uh, Kumo D has a book and he rates your best rappers and he has literally uh he probably has like eight different categories mm -hmm. so i would say he's closer to having a better metric to to like it was delivery vocabulary blah 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 impact da, 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 da. there's lots of factors um yeah of course vocabulary is one of them i say who you say but, your top five who's your top five mm, I don't have a top five, honestly. Uh, I don't. I, I, I'm, there's so many. Well, you got to give your top 50 list like everybody else was doing there. <laughs> I, did a, I did a song with terminology called Fuck Your Top 50 List. Uh -huh. um, but nah, um, there's just there's some amazing MCs, uh, period, man. Um, and, and, and there are different categories of what people have strengths in. Like I said, I said, just chopping, that's one style. So I named four people when I did the Busta Rhymes, Eminem, uh, 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 Tech Nine, uh, and Twister. But that's just one style. There's lots of styles of delivery, you know, than chopping, you know, who slow flows the best, who, you know, who whatever. And then there's so many subcategories of just how to rap. Then what do you rap about? you who tells the best stories that goes into biggie that's a whole different thing those people won't even come up in that conversation who tells the best stories big that uh 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 biggie uh uh coochie rap nas you understand what i'm saying ice cube so uh because a lot of niggas don't tell stories in raps no more you feel me eminem can probably be in that category he's told some ill stories Stands an ill story and conceptually whatever, whatever. Razkaz, who tells the best story? Who does the best historical shit? Who does factual history shit? Razkaz, 
cares. You understand what I'm saying? So there's so many different categories that start analyzing who does what on. Um, I don't have a top five in that. Uh, battle raps, who bar for bar says the most illest punchlines. Then you get you get Royces and Redmans. Uh, 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 uh political. Then you got Black Thought. You got Most Depth. You got there's so many. You know, and 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 then you know there's some younger cats that that say some good shit. The J Coles or whatever. So the Kendricks. So there's there are so many categories that I, I just think. Uh, of course, we're all fighting. We want to be the best. I mean, nobody, nobody joins. You know, you know, you don't go to the game watching your team in the in the playoffs so they can come in second. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> we all want the championship. I think we all. I mean, I want to be the best. I don't think. I don't think nobody better than me, and I don't think no you know, a real MC don't. I mean, I I know somebody might have a, a one strength better than me, but that don't make him better than me all around. You know what I mean? You know, um, and so my goal, you know, as as an MC, is to get better, get iller, get doper, make the biggest, you know, make the hottest record, have the biggest production, have what you know, whatever. Um, and I think that's what everybody's striving for. If if you really enjoy the culture, if you, for the culture. Um, and for your personal best, I don't want to be second to no nigga. I'm not no nigga sidekick. I'm the nigga. That's just the that's the ego of a, of a man. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be anything less than that. Um, but yeah, I, giving credit where it's due is so many dope people. I wouldn't disrespect the other you know sixty people I got respect for by just picking five. I mean, you know, and those that five kind of rotates anyway. You know, like I'm sometimes like yo, this nigga's the illest and, and, and his contribution, and then and, you know, and, and some people are gone, so we don't know what they would have contributed. Um, but what with with the impact they had when they were here, um, I give them their credit. Like yo, man, you know what 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 Big did, what L did, what Pun, fucking Pun, you know, and the impact he had just for fucking for the Latino community on these mm-hmm. bars. Um, but then, you know, think about this. Before Pac and Big died, it was a group, uh, they had a someone called No Pigeons. Uh, what was the homies' names? Um, yeah, they didn't want they came back against uh, TLC. That was like the reply. Exactly. Yeah. Do, do you know how, uh, it was a nigga in that group called Marlon Brando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he, this nigga died... Now, think about the irony of this. He died saving a little girl from getting hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Who's a bigger, no disrespect, but who, he thieves. died. Yeah, sporty thieves. Now, so who's a legend? Marlon Brando. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, He's the he biggest hero in hip-hop. Yeah. People, you know, no disrespect to Big Ear Pop, but that that's heroic than getting killed on, some, on this, you know. On, you understand what I'm saying? yeah. That's who niggas should have a statue of. If you want to say who who one of the who the, one of the greatest MCs, Marlon Brando's one of the greatest MCs ever. He should be number one. That nigga died saving a fucking somebody else's daughter. Jumped out, pushed her from getting hit by a car, and got hit by the car and died. That's the best rapper. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Cool. See, our values is fucked up. We value bullshit, and we don't have real value because the other dude was more popular, or the girls liked them, or. Then, 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 if that's, if, I just, you know, what are you judging? I ju- I say, well, nigga had a hit record. Nigga made a dope album, and nigga did. You ain't that hero, nigga, y'all, you know what I'm saying? I ain't that hero. You I, you didn't do that, nigga. <laughs> Pop didn't do it. No, nobody's done it. So, yeah, bro. That, I mean, our criteria is a fucked up. <coughs> and, and, uh. I don't, I don't, I don't ascribe to have the exact correct formula of how to judge the best, but I know most of these other niggas definitely don't, so I don't listen to them. And then if niggas want to say because he sold the most and he the most influential, well, that's just you know that's that. What does that mean? This ain't called. This is called rap. It's not called. I got the most money in the bank. Yeah. Because if because think well. What if you were born rich? What if I was born a millionaire? So I 
disrespecting you. I'm better than you. Or what if I what if I ran around fucking raping people's grandmothers, and but they paid me for that. Did I? So I got more money than you, but I'm your grandmother's rapist. Does that make me a better rapper? That's some bitch shit. So niggas is groupied out on this money shit. Oh, he got the two Bentleys. This shit ain't called who got two Bentleys. This shit called rap, my nigga. Mm-hmm. This ain't called who the popular, who the most popular, who light skin, who got the biggest dick. This shit is called rap. Mm-hmm. So, so go ahead. No, I was saying they was asking about actually you mentioned them earlier, but they was asking are you gonna do another Apollo Brown album? Uh you know what? We all we talk about it and uh, you know, shit. Uh, I'm definitely a fan. He's uh, he's he's an amazing producer, and uh, you know, I think when the time you know when it's that right time, I think it's gonna happen. So yeah, to answer the question, ask him <laughs> and when. But I'm sure we will do it. Yeah, I think we'll do it. And you know, hopefully, God willing, we still alive, and yeah, we'll, we'll get it done one of these days. Yeah, I think I think my homie trying to uh, hit you up because he he's like, well, how can we submit beats, producers? <laughs> uh, people can always hit me. I have a I have an email on Instagram that they can use to to, to reach out to me, and uh, that that's always the best way. Uh, yeah. Then what they were saying? What happened? Like with the aftermath of it deal? I, I think never, that's kind I, of like I would never time. sign the aftermath. Uh, <laughs> I would never sign that. I was signed to Priority Records, which would become Capital Records. So I never had a aftermath deal. I, I was already signed when I was working with Dr. Dre. Oh, so that song? I guess because people thought you signed aftermath because that song. Get- uh, that just means people don't read shit. Because when the video comes on, it says Priority Records. So yeah. my label mate, my label mates were Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, Master P, Jay Z. Yes, Jay Z. Reasonable Doubt was a Priority Records album. Um, Duck Down, which is Black Moon and Healthy Skelter and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, I was I, I was already signed. There was no way I was ever gonna, you know, I was, I couldn't go to Aftermath. I wasn't gonna be. But um, I'm thankful for Dr. Dre for wanting to work with me. So he 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 invited me into the studio, and you know, and I was able to 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 you know, do those songs and, and work with, you know, with Dre, you know, quite a few times for, for, for some amount of time. And then what are you most proud of in your career right now? Most proud of uh, right now that uh, even when the politics and the corporate business tried to kill me, that I survived it, to be honest. And and I'm thankful that, I, that I'm strong enough to survive that without being mentally like fucked up like a lot of people um, or ass fucked up. Um, and I'm also proud uh, or I'm, I'm not necessarily proud. I would say I'm grateful that shit, I got in the car today. I, you know, hopped in an Uber and, and, you know, a brother, you know, happened to be a, you know, a, 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 a black man. And he was just like, Razzcast? <laughs> Before I got in the car, he was like, man, we roll with you. I'm from Inglewood. You a legend. Your bars, bro. And you motivate people. Just, you know, always remember that. And, you know, that that is, you know, when, when you're not the most popular guy, you know, and, and, and this is a grind and it's hard work. It's still a business. And, you know, I still got bills. And, you know, yeah, I want, I, of course, who wouldn't want to be the guy with all the fame? Because the guy with all the fame is able to charge you know get two hundred thousand dollars to do a show so i feel a lot of times i'm feeling like shit i rap better than um i you know i i i i have to spend you know i spend money you know to to make these albums and to create dope shit and meanwhile you know Nas x is getting all the money you know and so sometimes that can be very um you know, it's just hard emotionally and finance. Well, really, it's financial. It's just like, well, fuck. What am I doing? Maybe I'm wasting my time because obviously this ain't reaching half the people that the bullshit is reaching, and and that could, you know, you know, it, it can be very uh, disheartening, is the word. And so, it, you know, it, it, it's I'm very appreciative to have those, you know, when it's that guy, you know, that 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 one fan. Sometimes it's a, like a straight corporate dude or a nerd or 
you know, just people in life that I wouldn't even expect. Like, you're really dope and you motivate me and keep doing what you're doing. And I need that, especially, you know, um, as an independent artist and, and, and investing in myself. It's sometimes it's nice to have other people reinvest in me just, you know, with a, with a, with a, with a, with a kind word. So that's what I'm, those are my, my two, uh, happiest moments. Those are things that, that, that make me, you know, thankful. And they were saying, is anything you regret doing? Lots, <laughs> lots and lots. I can name three off top, but they don't make time machines. So like actually talk is pointless as fuck. Huh. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, bro. Literally, you know, probably once a month. I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have did that, bro. I totally went. I would have just did this. I fucking had his bag. That I should have never done, but it doesn't fucking matter. Like that, uh, uh, regret is a pointless emotion. I know, right? My, my home, my home girl, I actually just said that shit. Is I did it for my home girl, uh, and it's a, but whatever, you know. Something I said something about let's get uh, something to get a tattoo, get neck tat, no regrets. So <laughs> you know, so putting no no regrets. Is really having no regrets as a tag. You get a neck tat that said. Mm. <laughs> I'm saying, are you still be reading a lot? Because I was reading, I was reading about that. That you say you read a lot. I mean, I'm I'm always gonna read, man. I, I don't necessarily uh, digest my information from the same places. Uh, you know, it was I had lots and lots of books. Um, I still have my encyclopedias. Um, a lot of things is you know. It's not even Wikipedia, but just looking, you know, looking up stuff online. It's just easier to, you know, to 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 get information. It's more, to, you know, more. What encyclopedias you got? Uh, I have I have two. I have which I don't. I used to. I I had Encyclopedia Britannica's growing up. Yeah, that's the one I had. Yeah, I, I would prefer them. Well, I got Encyclopedia Judaica, which is dope. So I I have those, and I also have. Americanas, but I don't fuck with the Americanas. I wouldn't mind having uh, the Africanas. I'd like, I'd like to have Britannicas, uh, Judaica, Africanas. You know, and so that's that's a that's a life goal. That's something I want to eventually just have in the house. How much they cost anyway? I'm sorry, what? How much do the psychopaths cost? I, you know what? I haven't priced them. I think I think a whole set is usually like a hundred bucks or something. It's something. It's, it's yeah. definitely it's definitely doable. I just haven't gotten around to it. All right, cool. Well, man, appreciate having you on the show, bro. Man, thank you. Yeah, no doubt. Is anything we didn't talk about you want to talk about? And, and I just I'm po politicking, man. I'm just nah. <laughs> I'm good, man. It was, it was awesome, you know to. Uh, you know, connect a voice with the with, with the drop. So shit, it's all good. All right, man. I appreciate everything. It was a great interview. Thank you, brother. If you need it, you know, if you need any follow up questions, feel free to hit me. Cool. Thanks for listening to Popolitikin.com, a self help meets hip hop brand. If you are an artist or business owner wanting to be featured on Popolitikin.com, contact us at Popolitikin at gmail.com. That's P O P O L I T. I-C-K-I-N at gmail.com or text 760-717-5803. If you're a listener that enjoys the show and wants to support, you can donate to popolitikin.com via paypal.com. Please send donations to popolitikin at gmail.com. Any amount will be helpful in continuing to create quality content and shows. As always, check out popolitikin.com for past episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Popolitikin on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Let freedom ring with a buckshot, but not just yet. First, we need to truly understand the nature of the threat. And a pale man walks in the threshold of darkness. Roughly 20,000 years ago, the first humans evolved with the phenotypical trait. Genetic recessive, blue eyes, blonde hair, and white skin. Albinism apparently was a sin to the original man. African, so the mutants travel north of the equator. Go Europeans later, the first race haters. So is the devil's alpha to the beta? 
Cause history's best qualified to teach one Quoting German philosopher Schopenhauer Every white man is a faded or a bleached one Migration created further mutation Genetic drifts, evolution through recombination Adaption to the climate As the Caucasus mountain man reverted to that of a primate Savage Neanderthals until the late Paleolithic age That's when the black Grimaldi man came With the symbol of the dragon, fire and art Chiquet paintings in France and Spain to the Venus of Willendorf Around 2000 BC, southern Russians migrate in small units Those who travel west populated Europe Those who in the east settled in Iran, known as Arians 1500 BC, some crossed the Khyber Pass into India And created Hinduism, the first caste system The origins of racism A white dot on the forehead meant elite The black dot defeat, untrustable, untouchables They wrote the Holy Vedas in Sanskrit That's the language that created Greek, German, Latin, and English Now the Manoans around 2000 BC starts on the island of Crete in the Aegean Sea. The Greek culture begins Western civilization, but Western civilization means white domination. Mycenaeans learned from command called Egypt and Greek. It existed since at least 3000 BC, creating geometry and astronomy. This knowledge influenced Plato, Socrates, and Hippocrates. Cause Imhotep, the real father of medicine, was worshipped in Greece and Rome in the form of a black African. The word Africa comes from the Greek Afrik, meaning without code. The word philosophy means love of knowledge, stole from the first man. Greek power expands, the first Greek fraternities band. The word gymnasium is Greek for naked. This was the place where adolescent boys were educated and molested. This was accepted because Greek culture was homosexual. For example, Sappho trained girls on the island of Lesbos. Hence the word lesbian. Hey, let these dumb motherfuckers know. December 25th, the birth of Saturn. A homosexual god, now check the historical pattern. December 25th, now thought the birth of Christ was Saturnalia. When men got drunk, fucked each other, then beat their wife. Fact is, it was still practiced till they called it Christmas. So put a gerbil on your Christmas list. The Hellenistic era, Alexander the Great conquers all the way to India, leaving four successive states. By the 5th century BC, R-O-M-E succeeds to be the conqueror of Egypt and Greece, but had the threat of the black Phoenicians in Sicily. The Punic Wars began 264 BC. The black general Hannibal and Carthaginian peace. In 146 BC, Carthage fell after a six-month siege. Rome sold every citizen in slavery. The first genocide of history. And more bisexuality in sight. Julius Caesar was known as every woman's husband and every man's wife. Spartacus revolt, slave rebellion at lost. With 6,000 slaves was nailed on a cross. Cross, oh shit, Jesus Christ. Time for some act right. Christians, get your facts right. Cause Christ was not his name. That's Greek for one who was anointed. Yahshua ben Yosef was his name. Do Christians know this? So who do you praise? Do you know his name? Or do you do this in vain? Except in the religion they gave slaves to behave. Peep the description of a story in Joseph. Be short, dark, with an underdeveloped beard was Jesus He had the Romans fearing revolution The solution was to take him to court and falsely accuse him After being murdered by Pilate, how can it be these same white Romans established Christianity? Constantine would later see the cross in a dream In his vision, it read, and haunt, signal walker And this side we conquer, manifest destiny In 325, he convened the Nicene Creed And separated God into three Decided Jesus was born on December 25th And raising on the third day is a myth Plus to deceive us Commissioned Michelangelo to paint white pictures of Jesus He used his aunt, uncle, and nephew Subconsciously, that affects you It makes you put white people closer to God Yo, man got game like a motherfucker True indeed, fucking jihad In the 8th century, Muslims conquered Spain, Portugal, and France And controlled it for 700 years They never mention this in history class Cause old faiths are threatened when you get the real lesson Moors from Baghdad, Turkey Threaten European Christians, meaning the white way of life Hence the crusade for Christ On November 25th, 1491 Santiago defeats the last Muslim stronghold, Granada King Ferdinand gave thanks to God for victory And the Pope of Rome declared this day to forever be A day of thanksgiving for all European Christians Now listen When you celebrate Thanksgiving, what you are actually celebrating is the proclamation of the Pope of Rome, who later in league with Queen Isabella, sent Cardinal Seminole to Spain to murder any blacks that resisted Christianity. These Moors, these black men and women, were from Baghdad, Turkey. And today you eat the turkey for your Thanksgiving Day as the European powers destroy the turkeys who were the forefathers of your mothers and fathers. Get on the ground! Let's fight the power. Get on the ground! Bitch ass niggas. Now around this time, whites started calling us Negroes. That's Spanish for black object, meaning we're not really people but property. 
In the triangle trade begins they seize us Queen Elizabeth sent the first slaves on a ship named Jesus Still a land from the indigenous natives Gave them alcohol to keep the red man intoxicated Whites claim they had to civilize these pagan animals But up until 1848 there's documented cases of whites being the savage cannibals Eating Indians in 1992 was Jeffrey Dahmer Slaughtered a whole race with guns, drugs, priests, and nuns. 1763, the first demonic tactic of biological warfare. As tokens of peace, Sir Jeffrey Amherst passed out clothing and blankets to the Indian community. Infested with smallpox, knowing they had no immunity. Today it's age, your best believe it's man-made. His ain't a damn thing changed. Let me explain, I since people of color are genetically dominant And caucasoids are genetically recessive If whites expect to be predominant, meaning survive as a race Then they simply must take precautions That's why they're worried about the future now Cause by 2050 almost all the Earth's population will be browned and black So understanding that, whites counter-react I'm saying, man the fools ain't nothing but a teaspoon of milk in a world color majority. So they created a system to force blacks into an unnatural position that reinforces the position of natural inferiority. In addition, creating guns and developed the ethnocentric view that God justifies every fucking thing they do. Condition people to perceive whites' culture as civilized and every other culture considered primitive, not true. Racism is the system of racial subjugation against non-whites in every area of human relation. Entertainment, education, labor, politics, law, religion, sex, war, and economics. See, blacks were three-fifths of a man with tax purposes intended. You think you're Afro-American, you're a 14th Amendment and a good nigga. Jews don't salute the fucking swastika, but niggas pledge allegiance to the flag that accosted you. They never teach about the break of islands like Jamaica. But before slaves came here, whites would take a pregnant woman, hang her from a tree by your toes, slice her stomach with a knife, and let the unborn baby fall to the floor. They stop an unborn child in front of all the slaves to end breed fear so they'd be scared to behave and not rebel more. Understand all whites must be perceived as potential predators. I paraphrase historian in Shakamusa Bereshenko. Understand that regardless of the lofty ideas engraved on paper and such documents as the Constitution or Declaration of Basic Nature of the European-American white man remains virtually unchanged. So check. This is the nature of the threat.